and welcome to the Dad and Sons podcast. I didn't mess up this time. We <laughs> we have our lovely guests because um, I am the host, of course. Um, <laughs> George, we. Hi. How you doing? Hi. 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 Liam Masters. That sounds that sounds good, right? Liam Masters. It's pretty good. I feel like that rolls off the tongue. It's, pretty good. it's like an anime character. Yeah. If I could. Uh, I would like to quote a uh, Capcom USA CEO this week, and I would like to say, Dad and Sons is back! <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what the people are saying. We got all the boys. <laughs> all the boys. We got all the boys. All three of us grown boys are, grown boys. are, 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 are alert and present for, for the occasion. Grown adults. Grown dads. Grown daughters. Gr- grown daughters. <laughs> the, the daughters are the top. <laughs> so so matt you uh yeah. you missed us last week where liam and i spent the first 30 minutes talking about a game called Wargroove that that i'm pretty sure you haven't played so so you got to miss that oh that's great i'm glad yeah. i missed last week then yeah let's see <laughs> um um we we also we also did some devil may cry you, you care about Whoa, devil may cry no, at all no 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 this week we're doing devil may cry yeah. This week. Okay. Fuck okay. Yes. All wait. Both of you guys have played it. Well, uh, I'm I'm going through four because I I never finished four. Oh. I am playing five. You're playing five. Did you beat it? I am uh, mission sixteen. So getting close to the end. These are a couple damn good games. Oh. Guess, my guess, goodness. Guess what, babies? I beat a game. <gasps> Was it Black Jack? Oh. Five, baby. <laughs> oh my God! Really? <laughs> Shit. I thought they were just gonna be like, "Hey guys, I just came back completing my sixth playthrough of, of poker." <laughs> right, because that's what I had. I've been playing for. Path of Exile all week again. Oh wait, no. Matt. Oh, you know what? I did think no. about that. Don't tempt oh. me. Do no. not tempt me. So do, yeah, ignore that shit. Path of Exile is fucking twenty eighteen. Matt's best game. Get rid of that. Fucking. Di- Am I gonna have to like step out for a spoiler cast again? <laughs> of like week before I Who's play it. Who's fault is that? You literally don't have a job. You could do anything. What do you mean I don't have a job? I just <laughs> made the Shadow of This Colossus video about job, art George. and the meaning of life before writing three thousand words about remakes and. And writing and editing videos and making the same podcast I'm on right now is my job. I have three of them. For the past, like, what, like, two months, all I've picked is podcast games. All I've picked is podcast games. That's the dedication, George. That's my dedication. Where you at, George? (laughs) I went through the whole PS4 library in a second. You actually finished games that both me and George started last year, but actually didn't finish as well. <laughs> it was just me ranting and raving about Spider-Man for like three episodes in a row. <laughs> Spider-Man is so good. So how long is Devil May Cry 5 anyway? How many hours should I expect to, to put down on that you one? You know, it's going to be like, it's about 12 to 15. Yeah, it's pretty short. Yeah, okay, okay, that's like three, four days. It's Whoa. it's an action. It's a it's a character action game. It's what it is. It's the same as Bayonetta, Van, uh, Vanquish, and, you know, well, those De- can Devil May Cry games of the past. Really short and really long. Revengeance, you can knock Revengeance out in like five, six hours if you know what you're doing. Yeah, you could probably could do this with Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, yeah, you can. Especially if you play on human, I would say. Human is pretty easy. So, minus story spoilers, because, I mean, there really aren't any anyway. Uh, 
The, Devil May Cry, though, has, like, weapon spoilers, mu- music spoilers. You've already seen most of the weapons. Okay, so... from I've seen, two. I've that, seen a GIF. That is uh, a spoiler in itself. <laughs> I've seen a GIF. Spoiler alert for Devil May Cry 5. I saw a GIF on, on Twitter of a Simpsons gag involving Homer Simpson and that, like really tough gnarly looking biker dude who i think is is nelson's dad um having a sword fight with motorcycles and underneath it i saw a gif reply to it of that actually happening in the game so i mean i don't know it even like you can't look at this thing without spoiling it, it was in the trailer like everybody knew all of a sudden now dante has two halves of a motorbike that he wields as swords and it is fucking amazing oh that's cool it's that's so neat good. i guess it would have been cool <laughs> if i found that organically on my own in the game but now i just know that you can slap people with motorcycles well, okay well the way he gets the motorcycle is ridiculous so yes enjoy that <laughs> yeah just enjoy enjoy that. the whole that. game is freaking ridiculous <laughs> absolutely ridiculous I wish it was more ridiculous, to be honest. It wasn't quite as ridiculous as I wanted it to be. <laughs> there are at times where it is so ridiculous. And it, the weird thing is, it's so ridiculous at times, yet it's possibly got the best-looking character models oh, I yes. have ever fucking seen in a video game. Like, Kratos, eat your heart out. Because Dante, Nero, and Trish, and V, and Nico? Lady, and Nico, oh my god... <laughs> Whatever black magic Capcom are using for the RE engine is like they must be sacrificing to the gods to get that yep. technology. Holy shit. That game is good looking. Oh shit, it's so it's so the, good. It's the same it's engine okay. as Resident Evil? Yeah, it is. It's the RE engine. Yeah, it's it's the RE engine. It's from That's when they switched me. development over to RE seven. Everything is on RE. The the, the the big feature there is that everything can get a photogrammetrically scanned in. Yes. So Capcom have used models. But it's the face like expressions, too. Yeah. It's in, insane. Everything in Double May Cry is crazier than real life. Yes. Which is why the ridiculousness stands out even more and is fantastic. So it looks so <laughs> realistic. Well, realistic in a, car, um, in a video game way. To the point where you see like some of the demons and the demons look like shit compared. Like it's it's like a, yeah. a contrast. There. I would say it's weird because it mm, looks like CGI Pokemon. <laughs> 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 yes. It looks so good. But like art direction wise, it's pretty one note. Like crumbled city entwined with ugly insexual oozing mass. In insexual. Oh. Insexual. Mm. It's very one note in terms of its art direction, but in terms of the character models, woo, and the weapons, woo, and the animations, woo. Yeah, I. It, do, can we talk about it now, or I quickly before we talk about it, I would. Want, Is it I do want to. I, I want to make a quick clarification from something I said last week. Mm-hmm. I said last week that I felt that Bayonetta two had better combat than all of the Devil May Cry series. Mm-hmm. I would like to just quickly say, Bayonetta two did have the best character action combat until I played Dante in Devil May Cry 5. Dante is the only reason to play this freaking game. Nero sucks. I'm sorry. No, (laughs) Nero... See, 
I love it. Sucks, Nero is okay. Dude. Nero is okay. I don't like V. V is V is interesting. I enjoy playing V in short a short burst. So I yeah. always pick Dante when it comes down to picking a character. So, you can kind yeah. of pick characters. Like I I wouldn't choose V to play if I had a choice. Even though okay. it does look cool. Yeah. Though, because it just you're like mashing two buttons at the same time. Like it just feels weird. Yeah. But you have to like put the, the controller well, down, in case, hold in case the bird button, know. and then do the shadow button a couple times to do combos. And it's just <laughs> yeah. weird, man. In case anybody doesn't know, like Devil May Cry 4 had two characters. Now they have three characters. The three characters being Nero. Yeah, that's in the trailer. Kind of, yeah. 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 If you've seen the trailer, you'll know. Like, Nero is kind of the main character. And then there's this new character called V. And then we have Dante, atypically being Dante. But he's fucking amazing. Um, and they all have very, very, very playstyles. Like, even more so than 4. Like, Nero and Dante played different from each other, but were a lot more similar than they are now. Like, Nero's, like, robotic arm switch-outs can be really fucking cool. And the stuff you can do once you start getting really technical with it, yeah. like, uh, using, like, the time-stopping bubble-making one and shit, <laughs> like, this is crazy stuff you can do. There's a time-stopping bubble-making gun? Yes. Okay. No, that arm. Robotic arm. Oh, think, oh think, even better. Think Devil Snake. Cursed Snake from Metal Gear Solid 5, whatever his name is. Venom Snake. I can't remember. Um, yeah, yeah, Venom, that was... That was think, the, think his robotic arm, but, like, but cooler. I, I, got, I got a question about coolness and, and bubbles and, and the story. Before you guys get into the, like, the, nitty, the nitty-gritty spoiler uh, talk... Um, you, we're, we're talking about it being crazy and, and people pulling motorcycles out and slapping each other's nips with them. Um, yeah. and, and the thing that, that I'm noticing with four is that four seems to be coming about in a period of history where, where that whole crew, the, 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 the Kamiya boys didn't quite know how tongue in cheek they were supposed to be with this stuff. Four has had me giggling every now and then, but I'm still surprised at how seriously it, it takes its own um story lore sometimes like there'll be series that there'll be cutscenes that's just a series of villains plotting with one another for like the three to six minutes at a time really really long scenes of just back and forth villain planning and it's all there's no jokes and punchlines into a lot of it and then when the bayonetta games start coming out there's just like the visual comedy and 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 gags thrown about all over the place and now it sounds like devil may cry is is bumping that even up to a level further from that and that that at this point they know they they know how funny oh, and ridiculous yeah. this should be i mean don't expect uh bayonetta levels jokes yeah <laughs> don't expect jokes but expect one-liners it's not like that all the time okay yeah because because going back from bayonetta to devil may cry is is funny on a, on a couple levels one is how despite the reputation and the collective memory of these games it's a lot it does take itself a lot more seriously than i remembered and it's also a lot less mobile than i remember like they really want you to wait until the last minute to dodge attacks so you can look the coolest possible whereas in bayonetta you're always mashing the the dodge button there's 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 two very different play styles well, at hand what is cool about devil may cry is the sense that you always have different ways to avoid attacks and stuff like that there yeah. is 
unique ways between all three characters in which they can dodge. It's not like Bayonetta where, you know, it's all about timing and then you get rewarded for it. In Devil May Cry, it's literally just you have more options about how you dodge things. That's like the little things that I like about V because like when you dodge out with V, like one of his like uh, shadows would carry him to the side. Carry him to safety. Like it's just so automatic the way V works and it's... It's cool. To that's look why at. I don't. But that's why I don't like it because it feels I, like yeah. you're taking one of the best character action games, like the guys who have nailed the player feeling so good, and then in like on paper, the idea of having like a really vulnerable character who can't fight for himself and has to have other things kind of fight for him, and you're kind of like giving commands to them to do it. It takes too much away from the player and is just like very automatic. For the most part. Well, it's and, like, for killing them, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's the coolest part of V. Like, the finishing, mm-hmm. like, that feels really satisfying. But, like, the the panther just never fucking appears where I want it to appear. Yeah. Like, what are you doing over there? Like, I'm locked onto this other, like, enemy over there. Please, like, <laughs> go attack him. It's fucking, it's really annoying. So, I don't know how they did it in, 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 in 5, but in 4... The safest place to be is in the air. Oh yeah, but that that that's DMC staple, man. See how yeah. there are there are secret missions inside of Five that task you with trying to stay in the air, staying in the air for fifteen minutes, <laughs> <laughs> like jump canceling your way it's more to victory. Seconds, but yeah, yeah. I remember a, a platforming challenge where there was some kind of shiny hidden item across a gap, and I couldn't make it with my jump, so I just started shooting my gun in the middle of the air, and that allowed me to like clear the jump. Oh man, the I will admit there are little sections of this game where you have to do a bit of platforming and a bit of like jump timing or like double jumping and the camera just mm-hmm. does not fucking like it. Yeah, that's that's it the like worst of, of four. I don't know if anyone remembers yeah. the torture chamber room, but fuck that torture chamber room. It doesn't get much better in five. The camera is kind of like, ah, not that great. Oh. But the spaces are a lot more open. How, how far did you get? In, in five? Yeah. So far? Yeah. I'm like two missions after the 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 bike. Oh man, you're not even in there yet. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm like 16 missions in. Yeah, I mean you're getting close. You're getting close. It's just there's certain things I can't say, like because yeah, uh, yeah, you're yeah. talking about platforming and stuff, and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> just oh. you wait. <laughs> oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't, maybe I don't have to leave. The, the thing sucks. is, like, I, all right, I want to I want to say something, and I don't want to get hate for it. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> But, take take the heat off me for once. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the heat. I think, I think, games the bar for games have been lowered because when I looked up the reviews after playing this game, they were getting nines, and I'm like nines and tens, and I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know about that <laughs> because I, because like I, I not this. I feel like okay, what they did is went back to the roots, and they did that great, and but like the game is not necessarily like amazing though like i don't want to say anything about how it ends but you know it's uh, <laughs> anticlimactic but you know like it's just i don't know like dante if dante wasn't there i wonder if it would have got the same review scores mm. because i feel like dante is like the main reason to play that game what if they changed his hair because his voice I... acting everything like everything is better the boss fights everything is better with dante yeah, I being able to switch will, through four play styles, like 
I all these really... weapons and swords and stuff like that. Mm, Who cares mm. about Nero? Nero? Who cares yeah, about him? Really, Who cares about it's me? really strange because like I really started to like Nero's combat, and I got really annoyed in the fr- in the beginning of the game when I'd have to switch to V and I'd be forced to play missions as V, and yeah. I was like, just give me Nero back, and I hadn't got a chance to play Dante, and then as soon as I got a chance to play Dante, I was like, never. Never let Never me play again. another character. Never. Like, it's so different. Like, the amount of options and, like... It's kind of, like, really good for the lore because Dante, even in his title on the screen, is Legendary Devil Hunter, whereas Nero's is just Devil Hunter. Yeah. Poor little sod. You know? But it kind of just shows that over the years, Dante has gained all of this knowledge and be, has become this just machine of death. But, man, like... Being able to, like, fucking fuck shit up with, like, rebellion. And, and feel it? You feel it. Ugh! Like, you, you fucking like shit up and then, like, Hunter. jump in there, change to, like, the Balrog fist and, like, fucking Muhammad Ali your way to victory <laughs> and, like, fucking change that into the royal guard stance and then have, like, giant enemies come and swiping at you and, like, deflecting every block and then just fucking punching them into space. Ugh! It's so good! It's uh, Dante in this game is the best character action has ever felt in a video game, bar none. I think it 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 beats Bayonetta, and I still think Bayonetta two is probably a better game overall. Mm. But man, Dante in Devil May Cry five is like peak peak action. It's fucking brilliant. I say playing this game if you've played all the other ones i've played all the other ones i don't remember them much but i played all the other ones i'm not yeah much of a huge fan of action games so i'll say that there like i will play the random one that makes me feel like two action figures smashing together as uh the best friends say like that shit is fun but i um i'm not gonna go out of my way to play i wanted to play this one because i've seen all these like little twitter posts of v and everything like dancing around and <laughs> and killing <laughs> monsters and I'm like, all right, this might be cool. A lot of people are liking this, so I, I tried that instead of like Metro, which <laughs> Metro is kind of more my thing because I really like Metro. Yeah. But like that's next week's podcast. I, I at at I don't I don't know like unless you really love action games or you really have a tie to like the series. I don't know if I'll be like, yeah, go and get this. You're gonna enjoy every minute of it. Because you're gonna, and you have to be okay with the cheese because it's the the story is it's a so mess. Much it's, it's a so mess, much and it's cheese. one liner, one liners, it's, and it's like the, it's not the type of cheese that's like elegant cheese that's been you know in a nice warehouse you know getting nice and aged. It's, it's like that spray can <laughs> cheese, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, oh, but you got to admit it's delivered well though. It's like spray can cheese on a very fine china plate. Yeah, it's yeah. like like when yeah. Nero like sticks his sword in the ground, he's like, I'm sorry, Dante. I'm begging this bitch, and he like revs up his sword and shit. It's like, oh my god, this is so mm. cool. <laughs> Revving up the sword—that's that's that's something that that I wasn't expecting, and I've been giggling. Well, there you like, go. Like a happy child go. about. I don't know how to use that mechanic. Do you? <laughs> I do you know, see? I'm not me using neither. that mechanic. I don't fucking know how to do it either. I do it. It's like, brrr, brrr, and it I'm like, feels is it good. Doing is it doing anything? You don't it need it, good. but it feels good. <laughs> like, I still beat the game just fine. And I, I rode rockets, you know, with punchline. Oh, man. Like, you can ride, you can ride your own arm. Like, that's cool. Like, there's so lots cool. of little cool things. There's, you could, like, like, have, like, a giant beam with one of these other uh, little hand modules. Like, it, it's. 
it's fun. It's is it like the best game ever, and you should go ahead and grab it. I don't. I can't recommend it like that. I don't know. Not to say this is like a really recommending section, and that's what we do. But yeah, it's weird because it's the most. I don't know about you, Matt, but to me, after playing like God of War and uh, Spider Man oh, yeah. and all those yeah. big triple triple A titles, that are sort of bridging that gap between the cinematic experience, like even Red Dead and stuff like that. This is the most gamey game I've played in ages. Like this is yeah. a game where you walk down a very thin corridor and then all of a sudden you're in a big circle and you're like i know what's happening here and then all of a sudden the animation happens and all the walls block off and enemies just come out the floor and you're like this is a video game but it's a damn good solid video game i i didn't like all the cutscenes. it's like let me let me just play (laughs) oh you see for me me like they're on par with the action like that just how good the characters look and every time nico would like was on the screen Oh yeah, dude! I, I like, told you I was like I'm gonna play this game for Nico, and I, I was like, <laughs> See, every time you call her, she just like busts out. Like they didn't have to animate that when they made her come in. Like you didn't even have to press X on the call booth, but they did a whole scene. Everything, everything every was time, different each time they time. did it. Every it's time, so and that in itself deserves like an extra point. Like <laughs> credit. Like it's just so I like, good. I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but when Nico meets Dante is like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's 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 such a fun game to play. Yeah, like apart from like the camera being a bit of a dick sometimes, it's like not frustrating in any way. Like, and if you're not good at character action games, this is like the most forgiving Devil May Cry so far because yeah, it's, it's so easy. easy you get golden just... orbs. Like I had, like fifteen have, like, golden 10? orbs yeah. by the end. I think like, I, I used them maybe just twice. Straight up extra lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but in the middle of a fight, so you can just continue on, and it gives you full health and full charge for everything. It literally mm. is such a cheat. Go- golden it's souls, two dollars at the microtransaction store. Oh wait, they don't have one of those. They do. Oh, they do. Wait, what? They do. They do. You can buy red orbs for real money. <laughs> they do have microtransactions. Okay. Why? Why? Well, do you get okay. so many red orbs though? Like, you know, okay, you know what? You do get a lot of red yeah. orbs. And also some of the upgrades are just like, why am I buying this? Another another good thing I'm going to say is that this game, when you said this is a video very video gamey game, it is. Yeah. In the terms of like it you is. know that feeling where you oh, there's something um under that uh waterfall, right? There's something around yeah. the corner. They give yeah. you something every single every time, time you explore. <laughs> Every single time. There's not like one time. Maybe there was one time that, where they made a joke and they made the ground red to make it look like there was something and it wasn't there. And that's like yeah. only one time where they screwed with somebody. Oh, like, man. Yeah, like, like it's, it's, it's every single time there's always a red orb around yeah. the corner, around the staircase, around the elevator, every single time. And I loved it's it so for funny. it. It doesn't it's matter so if it gives you only like a thousand orbs or whatever. Like, it still is good. Every time there is a phone booth where you can call Nico to customize stuff, yeah. you're like, well, I know what's the, I know the section that's coming after immediately after this yeah, because it only ever appears <laughs> before a boss fight. fight. <laughs> you're just like, this is such a video game. It's so it's like every PS2 layout for a video game ever made. 
hate. Yeah, that, that's one thing. Like it's so like basic when it comes down to that. It's so <laughs> it's so big, and I it's, like, I it's like the best McDonald's you've ever had. I don't I don't know if like people people might think like oh they they did it on purpose or no. I think I think this is the way they make games. <laughs> I don't think they're like like well there's some type of science behind it. I know. It. I know. I think they're the, just old fashioned, and they just yeah. made the game look good. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. The director, like. the director of the of the game is Itsunosan, and he is kind of known as a what is called as a chunin, which is kind of like a a bit of a like a bit of a man baby. Mm. Kind of like he's obsessed with toys. He's obsessed with like models and stuff, and he wants like Devil May Cry to be whatever teenagers think is cool. So Dante wielding two halves of a motorbike is, yep. is like, yeah, a teenager would find that cool. So everything that is cheesy about teenagers liking stuff like leather jackets and robot arms, to be fair, that's cool anyway, in, no matter how old you are. Like, that, everything in this game is that. Yeah. 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 George. Uh, yeah. Get on it. Hi, I'm I'm on it. Seven dollars, <laughs> uh, Redbox. Redbox is my friend, dude. They should really start paying me. <laughs> I need that sponsor. George's friend as well. I think that can lean us into George. Uh, I I I have been playing something not like me, and and I was able I know, to do right? it not through. I was through. Yeah, I was hella surprised. Not What's through Redbox, but through Gamefly, I rented oh, Pokemon Gamefly. Let's Go Pikachu. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> for $15 a month for, for an opportunity to just sample some trash, it's it seems worth it. I can't even imagine that. Like, I, it, you sitting down... No, you're mm-hmm. you're on. You have it on the TV, don't you? You're playing Pokemon yeah, yeah, on the no, TV. Yeah, I, I got quite a few <laughs> twists actually for this one. Okay. Um, at first, it's 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 not me playing Pokemon on the go on my new Nintendo Switch. It was me playing Pokemon at home on right. on on the TV with the dumbass motion controls uh. that really are incredibly finicky and hard to figure out what they want out of me. Oh, well, Pokemon's perfect. What are you talking so about? so when you hit um I'm ready in your in your contextual in-game menu that determines the calibration point for what angles you want to be flinging your controller with so you line your 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 Joy-Con up to point the TV before you get into the throwing challenge and then press I'm ready and then try to like smoothly draw your semicircle motion from there and it's it it, it was a whole big thing that required looking guides up outside of the game which is weird but okay point is also it's actually my girlfriend playing through the game and not me how frustrated is she with the controls no no she's having a blast but that all comes with the caveat that she is 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 not as experienced a gamer but is coming into this from the cell phone game the way it's meant to be played eh eh you're not playing it though, George. Can't, can't. No, that's not the way it works. But this is the way it's meant to be played. This is this is a Pokemon game for for babbies and, and cell phone casuals. So, so I feel like I feel like I'm I'm just uh, uh, throwing the game into its natural habitat here, and it's it's fun to watch and fun to giggle through, 
And my God, Pokemon is even darker than usual because they, in 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 the Go games, I guess that's what we'll be calling them now. Um, they just exist to be harvested. Yeah, like they, like do. they get ground up into candy by the hundreds. <laughs> where are all these Pokemon coming from, and where do they go? Because this is this is not this cannot be ethical, guys. It cannot be ethical how many of these wild animals they want you to catch, yank them from their homes, and then somehow, some way, turn them into candy after you send them to the professor? What's the professor doing? Yum, Do yum. the Pokemon like this? He's, uh, quote, researching them, George. Did they agree to be ground into candy? Ah! <laughs> so... Growth. Yeah, I remember you guys talking about this and how wacky it is to try to wrap your head around the concept of you getting the bulk of your experience points from catching Pokemon instead of fighting Pokemon. And and I also, I, I don't know how, I mean, I guess you would have gotten this deep into it eventually, but we just found out about the uh, catch combo mechanics, <laughs> where yep. if you catch multiples of the same type, you gain more XP. So that means that if you happen to be born as a Zubat, fuck you. <laughs> you are getting ground into the, the machinery of this banal evil that is seeing the entire population of Zubats in Moon Cave exterminated for the candy and the XP. I, how... How much life and happiness is candy and XP going to give to the world in comparison to one healthy young Zubat boy? What? what, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're really going deep on this. See, the thing, I mean, Pokemon's always been fucked from day one, before before you even get into the Go games where you're grinding them into candy. I, 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 I've always questioned how, how legit it might be if the Pokemon want to be fighting each other, like how seriously these injuries that, that the kids throw them through it or for, but this, this just crosses a line. Immediately, I have no words. I had the, well. I, I mean, I went through this game last year, and I I grew to like it. But my main frustration wasn't the fact that I was harvesting the souls of every Pokemon in existence. It was more to do with the actual physical controls hurting my hands. So did you? It's eventually, nice to know which of our priorities are in order, George. Did you eventually switch over from from motion controls to the the portable mode where you just yes, hold a button and it's easier? Terrible! The but, controls but, are so bad. But 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 then you get less XP. They reward you for putting up with the shittier motion controls by giving you XP bonuses for for having the patience. It's 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 hilarious. And yeah, I don't I don't know if it's like, you know, a, a bad game per se. It it it's seems not a like bad game. Pokémon's there. Game. There's just some really weird XP leveling mechanics that are going to take you a while to wrap your head around, especially no, they, if if they, you they make entire sense for the people it's aimed at. It's all based on Pokémon Go's way of 
leveling up Pokemon and also catching them. It, well, it, it makes took entire her sense a while when... to get it through. We had to look up how how the catch combo works because there's not a lot of in-game tutorialing going on, which is something that ah incredibly frustrates me. I mean, I, it seems like it makes more sense if you have to look up how how per stat level scaling works in Dark Souls on a Wikipedia. But in Pokemon, we had to look up a guide on what to do to get her Pokemon Go cell phone game synced to the, the full game when there are options in the menu screen that supposedly walk you through the process but don't tell you where to go on your phone. There's a, there's a lack of text in this game, in, in this game's menus, that... That on top of the conceptual weirdness of grinding hundreds upon hundreds of common Pokemon into candy after catching them consecutively in a row for combo. That just, it, it just, it's just weird to wrap one's head around the processes and what they are supposed to represent to formulate a logical order of Wait, cause and effect in your brain. I've never played the game, so you're, you're saying that you grind Pokemon up into candy? <laughs> It's like using the verb farm to, to click on resource. I don't know if they're being literally ground, but that's 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 uh, an exaggerated <laughs> imagery that's of just the where process. Your mind goes. Oh, I'm just catching all of these Pokemon. I'm a ten year old child. I'm gonna send them to a professor to harvest them, to oh grind my. them into the machine. If anything, harvesting is a more accurate word that is no less creepy. Because you are on a menu full of Pokemon <clears throat> that you put check marks next to. And then you press two buttons and a bunch of candy shows up in your inventory and the Pokemon go away. What else could be happening? I, it, I don't know. It's the exchange rate. You're, you're selling them as slaves, which is probably not any better. Yeah, I mean, I mean you do get candies for them. Also, so. I guess your Pokemon team, it's not, it's not like they're getting paid for that shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Caterpie, I choose you. All right, now I'm going to pay you your your injury bonus for the Gyarados snapping you in half before you go back in the ball. Oh, sorry, your insurance policy ran out. You're going to get turned into candy. <laughs> there, there, there is a, a manga like that. The Pokemon do get hurt. <laughs> what do it's they really get gross. for it? What do the Pokemon get out of no, the they deal? they just die. They just die. No! <laughs> Is that what happens to uh to to your rival's Ratatat when you go to Lavender Town and find him grieving at the Pokey Graves? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just like turns over to you and is like, "I fought my Ratatat to death." That P the reason why uh, Ash is like friends with that uh, professor is they keep bringing Pikachu back to life. That's why Pikachu is always at level one at the start of every season. Why is Pikachu not? angrier about this not not dead why is pikachu always such a happy cheerful little scamp when when pikachu should be really pissed off about about getting thrown in in the grinder so many times and and not getting fairly paid for it it's love uh, that makes it even worse because that means it's an abusive relationship Ash doesn't need Misty. He has his Pikachu. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu is a really dark and scary game, and it makes my brain go to, to bad places. Well, it's a good thing you're not playing it, then. the lady friend is. 
<laughs> you, you can't be trusted to control such power. I can just so, imagine you sitting on the couch and you're just complaining, complaining as you play. <laughs> She's trying to play the game. She's yeah. just trying to play the game. Like, ah. <laughs> <She's trying> to... <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys know there's a co-op mode? <laughs> Having had George in my apartment playing games with me, I can Imagine just yeah. the pain she's going through of him backseat playing, describing how terrible the game is. <laughs> You're playing a terrible game. You're playing a terrible, terrible game. Can't you? Playing don't it. you feel some sim- Don't you feel like a sympathy for, for and guilt for all of the Pokemon you're harvesting? It's <laughs> like George. Can I not enjoy this game? There's also a co-op mode, so I can play as a little boy running through the woods with her, except my little boy can run in circles and get in the way of everything. Wow. And when you play the co-op mode, you have a tag team battle on your side of the Pokemon battle, whereas the enemies, they are always all alone and, like... It's always just like so sad looking. There, there was a um a, a Raichu from from the Electric Gym Leaders team who was just like looking at the two of us. <laughs> this Raichu was up against a Pikachu and and an Onyx, and it just looked so scared and terrified. And me and her are just mashing the A button and hammering out moves. And there's nothing that they. I don't think there's there's much of a mechanic in there helping the NPC battlers out. It's always a two v one against them. Oh, Pokemon Jesus Let's Go Christ. Pikachu is like the horror game of the year. Everyone, I recommend great great for couples. Nice, Ex- excellent, just yep. excellent. Yep. Um, Can I talk about another good game that I've been playing briefly? <laughs> is it yeah, Spider Man? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's cool, I guess. <laughs> well, I was because I couldn't play Devil May Cry Five on my lunch times at work. I was I was browsing around for like a kind of quick, quick play, jump in, can play for like either ten minutes or an hour or whatever, like at work while eating a, a good sandwich. And I finally decided to take the plunge on Slay the Spire. What Slay the Spire? Do either of you know what this game is? I've no, I'm looking it, it up right now. A long time ago. A long okay. time ago. Yeah, it was a game that was in early access, and now it's 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 just come out of early access, like maybe two weeks ago or so. But it's like one of the highest rated games on Steam. It is a roguelike deck building uh, card yeah. game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's right up my street, um, where you pick. Uh, like a starting loc not location but a starting it's it's almost like a choose your own adventure game you choose like a point to start at and then you follow up this tower or this this map and you pick different points on this map for what you're going to do either you like you face an enemy or you can uh, go to a merchant uh depending on what path you're on or you can like rest at a uh, like a, a hearth and re- regain some health or upgrade your cards or you, you could come across like mini 
like choose your own adventure parts where random stuff will happen to you like bandits will try and steal your gold and you can part of your way out of it or you have to fight them or you end up drunk in a coliseum fighting a giant bear or something and then if you don't fight back you lose and it's a roguelike so if you die you have to start again but for every time you beat an enemy you can you get you get a card you get a new card to add to your deck and when you're fighting enemies you can use as many cards in your hand as possible and you have energy and it it works so well it's so finely tuned and brilliant because all of the cards have been designed like with such incredible synergy the idea of it that they can all combo together and it's just so moorish like you'll go through it and you'll die at a boss and you'll be like fuck it I gotta go again and it's been consuming my lunch times. It's it's pretty brilliant. It's a, a very good idea for a video game. Mm. Although I will say, kind of like the art is like yeah. really bad. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Like the art put me off. Like I was gonna wait for the Switch version because there's a Switch version coming, and of course everything should be on the Switch. But <laughs> I put I was mostly put off for a while because the art is like kind of. Kind of terror bad. Yeah, I, I I I feel bad saying that because the game itself, like you know, nothing skin deep. The actual game underneath is like really good, like really really good. But it does look a bit ass. Yeah, you should play Slay the Spire. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I I've been playing it all of this week and last week, and I'm. <clears throat> And every lunchtime, I just immediately, as soon as, like, one minute into lunchtime, I boot that shit up and play it for uh, the whole time. It's it's so much fun. And once you, like, start unlocking some of the characters in it and unlocking their play styles and the different cards you can get with them and then the sort of power cards that you can get that just, like, fucks everybody's shit up, it's so good. It's so good. Very good idea for a game. Is it free? No, but like when it, it was in like early access, game. when it was oh. in early access, it, it was like fifteen bucks, and then it's gone up. Now it's in full release. It's gone to like twenty five. Mm. It's totally worth it, though. I've already sank like eight hours into it. And in a microtransaction store that allows you to buy packs. Uh no. Oh, no. okay. I might there's check no, this out. No, the cards the cards are like set. So in the beginning of every character you get the same cards and then the cards that get added to your deck are the ones you get randomly after beating an oh. enemy. So what happens is when you beat an enemy, three cards will appear and you will get to choose one of them. But every time you die, the further you get, the more cards become unlocked f- for you to potentially get through a run. So I think there's like okay. 230 or so cards in the game, but I've only unlocked maybe 100 of them so far. So <clears throat> there's like some cards appearing now that I haven't seen before that mm-hmm. I can play with, and it's really good. And the the, the playstyles of each of the three different characters is so different and so varied. It's really cool. Good game. Well, there you go. Cool. I might cool. want to try that out, actually. Yeah, man. If you, well, we know how I feel about roguelikes. And it's not as proce- it's not procedurally generated, but it is like uh, like you see the patterns and like some enemies appear and you can tell like they have like things they do every time they just appear in random places, so it's not so bad. And like 
you you start to figure out what cards are good, like what cards you want to take, like when they appear in front of you, like which card is going to be better than the others. It, it happens pretty quick and it clicks with you. And you get like relics and stuff that you that then become like a part of your character and they passively affect you and you just build up. You're starting from zero every time and you just build up to being like this beast and then face off against bigger beasts. I've only ever made it to the third tower once. It's really good. You should play it. Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. I probably will buy it on Switch as well. <laughs> Speaking of three syllable words that begin with spy. They're man. What the fuck? Wow, what's happened to me? What's happened to my segue skills? That was like, I need to turn in my gun and my badge after that one. Holy shit. <laughs> Is it Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man <laughs> just came out in Japan, right, it Liam? Did. You were raving it about it on Twitter. It was it did. the first day of like, the rest of your life. It was life. only okay, right? It was like only okay. No, it, no. It sounded no, like you were no, crying no, while you were tweeting no, that. No, like... There are movies, right? I, I said, like, on Twitter, like, there are movies that are hyped up, right? And yeah. you, can, you can't even imagine, right? Like, you guys saw it, and it was hyped. But now I've had to sit with, like, all no, of you I guys having it. had it George for months. didn't like it. Wait, I liked it? What are you talking about? I saw it. I thought Matt I can and tell I when George it. doesn't like something, or he thinks something is overhyped, and he definitely thinks that way. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I... Yep, there it is. Go ahead, Liam. It was a fun movie. It's a fun movie, right? But it's like it. It's a. Uh, why won't you allow me to like things? <laughs> I think that's you and your lizard brain not allowing them, George. Unless it has historical. Yeah, historical. Like that's the thing. These things all all get bonus points if they fold into your weird preferences. And I imagine if you like Spider-Man, this was cool as shit. The following segment lightly spoils Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Spoiler time. I don't like Spider-Man. I don't like Spider-Man. There's references to all sorts of spider trivia. Yeah, which is cute. And I, I liked it because they weren't like, oh, here's, what is it? Like 2033 Spider-Man, like the really weird one, like Venom. And like, you know, all the atypical Spider-Man stuff that gets thrown in. Like, oh, it's a reference to... Uh, uh, like the, the, in, the Brooklyn Bridge in, shots from the Sam Raimi movies. I recognize that spider see, trivia. That's, see, that shit is cute. That is cute. That stuff is cute. Oh, the uh, after the credit scene, too. Did you stick around for that? Uh, maybe. They uh, make fun of the spoilers. old 70s Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should spoil yeah. that. And he, yeah, he's like, you know, I've got a really cool theme song. He's like, dan dan Spider-Man. It's like, Spider-Man's so fun. It's, it's really cute. And it references a lot of Spider-Man history without being stupid with it and like having like Nicolas Cage be like spider noir like fucking it's so funny it's, it's and it's such a heartfelt genuinely good movie yeah let alone before you even start talking about it being literally the most ridiculously animated film of all time that yeah. isn't a anime yeah like not like a hand-drawn piece of like Akira or Redline or something like that. It's weird, but like seeing CG styles come into their own, like this and the Lego Movie don't look like 
how my brain typically understands 3D CG stuff. I think it's because art direction. It isn't yes. just like making a bunch of character models in CGI and then like just animating they them. Are, it's they like are... having an art direction and knowing what to do with it. Mm-hmm. it. It seems like a different philosophy from from Pixar animation, which is also great, but everything looks plasticky like a toy in Pixar. In the Lego mm. movie, everything looks plasticky like a toy, very, very deliberately, in a way that like looks I like mean, an yeah. actual stop-motion thing. And this... It looks like cells of of concept. They also do weird things with the frame rate too. Did you notice that? Yeah, no, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Like everything in this film is like expertly detailed, like and incredibly thought out. That's where the you know the direction comes from that puts it above all others. It's like oh, we have this crazy technology in this way we can do animating, but they don't just go over the top of it. It's like everything is like finely tuned to be in its right place and like. It's so clever. It's so clever in regards to that. Yeah, it's still like a kids movie. Like the story is kind yeah. of like predictable and whatever. It's great, but everything else that comes with it is so good. Probably the best kids mo- kid movie I've seen in a while. Yeah, kids Man, movies. Man, being, are, a, you're getting being better. a kid and seeing that movie, like I don't even let's, know. Like, yeah, it was blow someone's mind. It, you fuck yeah, man. Cartoons like, got, got super good. Like mid 2000s when 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 flapjack and chowder were were hitting the scene and now now kids movies are just like i think i think it's kind of because there's so much criticism pointed towards uh the old campbellian methods of storytelling like the predictable kid story plot of a hero's journey is something everyone every kid can spot now so they got to get creative and you see like weird postmodern self-aware meta narratives in kids movies like spider-man that's really cool to see happening yeah and it's it's never too out of place and there's not something that feels unfleshed out in any way like even when you have all of the the different spideys from the different universes come it's like okay let's do this one more time and they quickly breeze through it and you're like yeah that i i get it like i get who that character is now and everything and it, the way they play on... They don't even, like, explain, like, multidimensional shit. Like, they don't have to. They just, like, spell it out completely and clear for anybody who's watching. <laughs> Spider-Man dies, like, 15 minutes into the Spider-Man movie, and the <laughs> kids are like, supposed to yeah. just roll with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's great. Like, just, like... And some of the, like... It's not, like, laugh-out-loud funny, but sometimes the jokes are just like... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I don't know. I thought yeah. I thought Spider Ham was, was 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 a cute little jokester. Yeah. For me, it was it was it was noir oh, Spider. Yeah, yeah. Who who like crunches up the the lighters or something? When he when he has like the Rubik's cube and he's like, "Is this green? <laughs> is this purple?" He's like, "I don't understand it because <laughs> everything to him is in black and white." <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so, it's so funny. ridiculous. He's, when that happens, he's like. It was such a shock. I was just like, oh, okay. This is where this is going. This interview is good until here. And then it just works. And I was just like, oh, okay. I, I, I'm okay it's, with this, oh. I guess. It's the weirdest and thing. Just, like, miserable Parker as well. Like, spy, uh, Peter B. Parker is so good. He, yeah. He's, like, yeah. It's like, that was my course, favorite. My favorite after, like, Spider-Boy. After, 15 years of being Spider-Man, you'd be fucking, like, It'd be the same as anything, like a, an embittened game developer. You're just fucking miserable. <laughs> of course you would be. It's so good. 
Yeah, there are movies that are hyped to Spider fuck, and then schlub. you like watch them, and you're like, yeah, I get it. I get like what people are going for. But this was like, I knew it was going to be good, but it was so much better than and I thought it was going to be. Um, won an Oscar for good reason. The, the the movie clips YouTube account has clips of the final fight scene, so I can refresh myself of how trippy as fuck that was. Yeah, man. What the, Ugh, there's, man. there's like globs of, of color floating through the sky, forming the platforms they're fighting on. It's it's video game as fuck. And Miles is such a genuinely really likable character. He's yeah. not frustrating. Even at times when you're like, come on, Miles, you can fucking just sort your shit out. Like, it's not frustrating in any way. It's like very deeply understandable, like at times. Where you're like, well, yeah, of course. Of course he's not going to do that or something. He's super likable. Hey. <laughs> I just love that yeah. scene. Hey. <laughs> that meme is like great. <laughs> Wait until you see the uh, official fart joke redubs. Okay. Okay. The, the YouTube poop is, is coming in. No, Already. there's there's some bloopers that, that have been released of the voice actors having, having fun with it. Anyways, um... <clears throat> It's yeah, good. It's good. I, if you haven't seen it and you live in Japan and you listen to this, it's out now and you should fucking go watch no. it because <laughs> that shit's going to be hit. I somehow avoided spoilers, but not exactly like, safe like than sorry. revolutionary um, 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 praise here. Everyone and their mother is has been been liking this movie. And I guess, man, I don't I don't. I don't want this film to turn out to be one of those where it is like liked by everyone that eventually in a year's time people will be like right ah, and that's such like a catch 22 isn't it I was about to be yeah. like I remember when you guys were introducing you're like well George didn't like it and I just I I just don't know if it's like our generation's moon landing or anything but it seems like everything <laughs> that's good gets wow. so ridiculously oh. overhyped that it's hard to avoid that that comparison <laughs> like for, for like anything. Really? Yeah, and I'm sure Devil May Cry 5 is great, it's fine, it's good fun, but but is it going to end the Cold War, maybe? I no. don't know. No, it's not. <laughs> it's... I feel like culturally, though, Spider-Man uh, Into the Spideyverse will have a lot more of a, an effect than Devil May Cry 5 will. <laughs> is it the television event of, of the millennium? I think it's kind of like the Toy Story of right now. Remember how just like how Toy Story changed a lot yeah. of things, like in terms of animation and also kids' movies and how animation is taken seriously. We've just seen that Spider uh, Into the Spider Verse won an Oscar. Like that, I wouldn't underestimate just how much this might have an effect on like the next couple of like animated movies and also kids movies in general hopefully good because there's always been like kids mo media in general does not give enough attention given to it which always struck me as really weird because you show your fucking kids this stuff you better pay attention to um yeah. yeah, it's weird to me because I, it's kind of underappreciated. Like, I I love cartoons. Like, I always have. I, and in recent times, we've had stuff like Adventure Time come out and, like, the regular show. And obviously, SpongeBob has lasted the depths of time. And, like, if you generally watch them, you can see they come from, like, people who are incredibly passionate. Like, OK Go as well. But they're massively underappreciated, I think. They are as video games were in the past, I think. 
a lot of cool. responses that I got on a negative review of um, Minecraft Story Mode where people just being like, eh, whatever, it's some stupid bullshit for the kids. But you don't want to give kids stupid bullshit because then, then they might... That's their basis for comparison. Their formative experience, their first impressions of media should not be stupid bullshit. That's gonna... Gonna... Grew up in the golden age of Cartoon Network. Like, I have an appreciation for cartoons that will die when I do. The Scooby-Doo series from from the new millennium is so much better. I I don't remember if it was, like, 2008 or 2009. It's so much better than every other iteration of Scooby-Doo. And who the fuck Mm. would have ever expected Scooby-Doo to ever be good? Like, that's, that's proof that cartoons are getting okay. When I'm when I'm feeling fucking apathetic and I don't want to do anything, I just I just watch SpongeBob, man. <laughs> I just fucking yeah. watch SpongeBob. Love it. SpongeBob, baby. <laughs> I can imagine Miles putting his hand on Gwen saying, SpongeBob, baby. <laughs> SpongeBob, baby. Hey. SpongeBob, baby. <laughs> so thanks for thanks for showing up to the 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 super SpongeBob dad and man. In- Podcast. Into the, wow! Into the pineapple verse. Uh, we're here to talk about <laughs> cartoons and 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 SpongeBob and uh, children's m- movie because we are adults, <laughs> and that's what you do now as an adult. You get really well, passionate. You gotta about take your sons somewhere. We gotta give advice to the real dads. Uh, we gotta take their real sons, not that either of us three would know anything about. Well, that. now we know to take your kid to Spider Verse. All play Pokemon Go. We should just review children's cartoons all day. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about Pokemon Go. It might teach kids to grind up their family pets into candy. <laughs> That's not normal. No, man, it's not. Quizzers, are you ready to Hello, and welcome back to Dad and Sons. Today we have some bad news. Some really bad news. Really? uh, Wait, I'm I'm looking through the list here. Uh, (laughs) It's either like okay news or... Someone died. (laughs) No no one died. I don't think... Yeah, in fact, come to think of it, even the stuff that's not on the docket is pretty cool. Like, did you guys hear Halo uh, just got announced? The Master Chief (gasps) Collection is coming to PC. The best... The best Halo is coming back, but Halo what? Reach. That seems okay. so interesting. So, what modders are going to be coming back for Halo? Or does yeah. modding still exist? Maybe. I feel like they don't, I don't exist ma- anymore. It depends. <gasps> so, I heard a modding Reach. thing in such a long time. Am I just like out of the loop? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think I think you're out of the loop. Well, also modding in general is not as much a thing as it used to as be. It used to be because they used to be lit. It used to be crazy before. Yeah, now, now, it's now like, you I don't know if that's true. We throw. just saw like a Resident Evil 2 mod where Thomas the Tank Engine yeah. replaces oh, that was so Mr. Funny. Hanks. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> There's loads of good mods out there for sure. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, the scariest thing. That's way scarier than Mr. X. That is so much scarier. <laughs> Can you imagine so, if that's the way it was in the game? Oh, 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 oh my uh, dude, god. Um, I, I, I haven't seen like it 
in, like in front of my face. But I hope that they play the. Da, 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 yeah, they, okay. Da, da, I'm sure that there's going to be a mod for the Halo Master Chief Collection that was just announced for PC that might replace the Pillar of Autumn or something with Thomas the Tank, or maybe the little Halo <laughs> ring extending up your skybox can just be one really, really long Thomas the Tank folding all the way across the sky. Oh, or, that would be or maybe, so good. I don't know. Every bullet that you shoot be out is a little Thomas just, the Tank. Just. Thomas wrapping around Someone the sky. Every texture replaced with Thomas the Tank. That's the important part of the news of, of, of Microsoft waving their arms up in the air and be like, okay, fine. You get all the just cool wanna, Xbox stuff. Fine, here, you can have it. I just want to mention how happy, as someone who isn't the biggest sh- shooter fan and has... Uh, I've played a fair bit of Halo, but the Halo Reach... And the single player is fantastic, and the Halo Reach multiplayer is truly some of my fondest memories from when I was in university. I adore that game. Halo Reach, the one where you had jetpacks, right? Halo Reach, I adore it. It was a time. It was like a time and place thing. I I know it's probably not better than like Halo Three or something like that, but it was like it was like a time and place thing. And for me, like combined with like how impactful that single player can be. It's really good storytelling at times. And that final mission, woof, oh boy. Halo is the final mission. Like, it's always <laughs> the set. You, you do final mission with your friends on Legendary. That's how you beat Halo. <laughs> I'm sorry, George. That's how you beat Halo. <laughs> There's no other way to play Halo. No other way. No Halo other reach. way. Swap <laughs> multiplayer. So swap swap multiplayer All on Fox, Halo Reach. Final Destination. It'll, it'll, it'll be, be that's quite similar. <laughs> it'll be a relief to have have the campaign the campaigns on. But one thing that's weirding me out about this announcement is that Halo has like come and gone from PC throughout the years. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer version of Halo Five and the Forge mode, <laughs> I, I believe, did get like a flat out minor budget discounted release on windows 10 uh i was playing a bunch of el durito last year which was the uh fan-made re-release of the russian release of halo 3's multiplayer mode on pc yeah basically halo 1 2 and 3 have been and 5 have been on pc in some form or some way before and now, yeah. now I guess you get them all as like one package as an official real release from I hope, from Microsoft I hope, instead of modders. Yeah, I hope this package is a lot. I mean, it's so enticing because this package, by like on paper, is a fucking great package, and I did literally buy an Xbox One for it back oh, in no. when it came out. Uh-huh. But man. Was this game a fucking mess when it yeah, came out? It didn't that's, even that's work. The catch. It's it didn't even work. Will, will you so, be able to get into your matches, or will you be waiting yeah, in the matchmaking God, screen it was forever? Awful! It was so bad, it, they, and it just was bad forever. Like it stayed bad for so long on Xbox One. They just like I remember like the Halo Two maps. They just I don't think they ever fixed it. It was just so bad. Um, they they have confirmed that you got to make a free Xbox Live account to be able to play, but. I Can guess. I just have my old Xbox Live account on on Steam? I actually maybe. 
Uh, that that password wow. might be able to. to Xbox are really like sort of pouring themselves out recently with the rumors of like the Switch Game Pass and like now this being like I guess it's on Windows anyway, but now being on Steam, like it's on Steam. I feel like that's a thing in itself. Like it's it's coming to Steam and not like through like the Windows proprietary store or something, mm-hmm. which was it's coming to Steam, which is really unique. What they what they didn't do with the uh, Halo Five PC stuff. Yeah, and I guess like they didn't even no they didn't go to Epic either, and it's it. like, oh, look, Epic, we can make a load of money together, kind of thing. That mm, intriguing. Anyway, so anyways, what, is, what um, else? More more interesting news are uh, rumored announcements for a Google console. There were some images being passed around that, that that many of us, including yours truly, thought was was a real thing, but were actually fan renders based off of patents that Google filed for a controller that looks like a basic video game console controller, except a with terrible controller. Android buttons. A terrible, terrible controller. That <laughs> it looks anybody terribly who's unexciting. Who's no? Uh. It's a terrible, terrible controller that anybody who's ever played a video game would not want to play with. It yeah. looks like a plasticky piece of knockoff bullshit. But what looks like terrible? What's what's explicitly beyond the pale with uh, the shape, with these renders? Already, like the triggers, the way it doesn't curl at the top. Uh, is ergonomically terrible for your hands. I can I can the hear the buttons. Click. Those are, are for alien. It's an alien. The buttons are like completely flat. Yeah, and like the the handles like curve in, kind of like the Steam Look controller. Look how small the sticks are, though. Look how small they are. Yeah, but well, I I guess okay. Point is, to me, it looks like a basic video game controller, but with something slightly off. And I guess to you guys, it just looks like a basic video game controller, but everything's wrong. Those sticks are kind of like they they look worst like versions of the N sixty four stick. <laughs> they look like nipples. It looks like the controller the, has nipples. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 this render is 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 bad, man. It's okay, so bad. Like, anyways, the render turns out so bad. It was, it was, like I'm looking at it again now. It's like if someone like basically drew buttons on a piece of bread. The the renders based on a patent based off of well, uh, yeah, actual real patent. But the rumors, the renders are also based off of rumors that are passing around that uh, Google's going to be revealing a game console at GDC, also bolstered up by a teaser video they just posted today on uh, Tuesday the 13th, date of recording, um, in which they say, gather around as we unveil Google's vision for the future of gaming at GDC. They just wrapped up the Project Stream um beta where they were distributing streamable versions of Assassin's Creed Odyssey that more or less looked fine and ran fine for for streaming. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Google announce a little tiny set-top box for streaming, maybe one that might have the hardware for the streaming inside the controller themselves if they want to tether that thing to a wire. Uh, it seems likely. It seems like like I don't know. I'm crossing my fingers and, and betting that this this might end up happening next week when when I'm in California. Well, it will be. It's the nineteenth. It's like they made this controller for like someone with long skinny fingers, like salad fingers. <laughs> like they made it for the guy with salad fingers. 
The controllers is like fan-made render. It's not likely to be the real thing, but I'm guessing whatever. You say that. You say that. I'm guessing it'll look like the real thing, but won't be the real thing. Like, remember the the boomerang controller from the PS3 announcement? That didn't go anywhere. That was a real prototype, though. (laughs) So that's worse than the Google fan-made render mock-up based off of a patent, based off of rumors. Yeah, I hope. What's the microphone button for, I wonder? Talking to your friends? Push to talk? I don't know. So, so you also got a, a options button, seems clearly labeled a home button. I wonder what that's going to do versus the, uh, the Google button in the middle. Other than that, and the microphone button, it looks like basic, double-pronged. I don't want an Android console. I don't want an Android console. Why not? Oh, wait. You mean you didn't want an Ouya? No. No, I never wanted an Ouya. You get a Raspberry Pi and do whatever the hell you want with it. Why would I want this? What if that Android console comes with the option to stream real games at a discounted rate? Is the house a lag, though? Mm, yeah, see, I guess that's what we will have to find out. Uh, how much do you think you'd be willing to pay if uh, the Android console was able to stream real 50 games? Bucks. At a dis- 50 bucks for the hardware or 50 bucks for... If it's, if it's like, just streaming, right? It's like streaming bots, right? right? Kind of right. like a Steam link yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, mm. 50, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Maybe less then, than 100, I would say. And then for a good what, what controller, about, not a crappy controller. What about the controller. cost of the games? I, I better get a pack of free games. I'll tell you that. Okay, so you want a pack of free games with your $50. Well, it's a streaming uh. service, though. So and whatever games I guess that come with work. it can't be good if they're not getting, st- or it can't be that fancy if they're not being streamed. So they might be like actual Android games. Your fifty dollar Android console might come with 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 Fruit Ninja and Candy Crush, nope. and then you have to hook it up to the internet to to stream Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Fifty dollars. I'm not I'm not paying a bunch of money for. I'll wait. I think I think you're driving a hard bargain. How about you, Liam? What what do you want out of a out of a Google console? What are you willing to 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 buy not into? An, not an oi ouya ouya ouya. Just not that. Just not that. <clears throat> Just don't do that. Don't like Matt said. Don't want an Android oh, based don't want that device. Don't don't need it. Wait, isn't my phone? Is the Switch an Android based device? iOS. Yeah, it's based. I think it's based on the architecture of the iOS. Oh, okay, uh, not I iOS, think the OS. Thing is, Android with me, devices. I could care less about what DNA the operating system comes from. The, the, yeah, the no, we're talking about like the, we're, the games. We're talking about the approach, right? The important like, thing yeah. with the video game console is the game library, and Google has. Um, it's also rumored that they're deeply partnering with Ubisoft for uh, the first two, two t- first few titles they're going to be revealing for this thing, and that partnership would make sense, seeing as how AC Odyssey was the game they used to stress their streaming, streaming services. They also recently hired Jade Raymond on as, as a Google VP. The Which is former, an incredible hire. Yeah, former designer at Ubisoft who came up with Assassin's Creed in the first place. And head of EA Motive. So and... the prediction is that there will be more fancy games than just Android fluff. They Does... also have. Do you remember? His, do you remember Phil Harrison? Oh, oh, I. He's been at everything. Sony, Xbox, everything. Yeah, Phil Harrison's been there for like. Phil Harrison's been there for like what? Three, four years now. It's 
quietly whistling away at something. And I think Yves Germont, yeah, yeah, the CEO of Ubisoft was dropping some controversial quotes about a year and a half ago about how they see streaming as being in the future of the... Oh, my God. God, I think... Oh, oh, the the strings all over my bulletin board here putting together a very easy (laughs) prediction that this might actually be a thing. (laughs) Next week, GDC will... Okay, (laughs) but the thing is, I I, want to say I wouldn't go higher than, like, $75 if there's not a lot of meat inside the box. It's going to depend on how much meat's in that box. How, how much uh, graphical processing is going to be happening in the box itself versus through the streaming service? Because I don't want them passing costs on. To... I, it could be anything. Like Google have more money than all three. Uh, they probably have more money than Microsoft at this point. So like, they could they could afford to sell it at a huge heavy loss. They could, they could just, this could just be like a solid like home console that has traditional first party games on it, like a Nintendo console. We just don't know yet. If that's the case, if there's like, uh, let's say like like PS3 level graphic processing in there for offline games, I guess I'd bump my buy in up to like a hundred twenty. If, if it's a last-gen console that can stream current-gen games, presumably forever into the future, which doesn't sound like a great permanent way to play games, but I've always, I've always championed them as a option, as a lower-priced option for being able to buy your way into the current glut of good games at $120 if you don't, if you're like a poor kid coming from a poor family who who does not have the options to to pay up for the real thing i think 120 might be like the ceiling they're looking at 120 with with last gen guts in it otherwise they're going to start competing with the regular consoles and the streaming a streaming option on those is never going to be the the superior optimal option well it's only a matter of time I'm excited. The, the new challenger. Competition. Breaking <laughs> up the monopolies, which is not that inspiring if a giant umbrella conglomerate corpse doing it anyway, but still. Yeah. You're pretty good. If, if they try and fail, how much worse can the world get? Not that much. Still got my Nintendo Switch. You know, yeah. the N-Gage, it came and went, but the world didn't get worse off for it. On Live came and went, and and we got better streaming services out of it. The Ouya came and went. Oof. <laughs> and uh, nothing of value was lost nor gained, and that's the, the, game the beauty stick of it. came and went. Do you remember the game stick? Steak is in ribeye? Game stick. Game stick. It oh, was a controller. Man, I was getting the... hungry for a second. <laughs> no, the game stick. It was like a. It was a yeah, one of the like Android based controllers, kind of like the Ouya that had like a a USB stick that was in the controller that you took out and then plugged into your TV. Mm-hmm. It was uh, and it had one of the the worst controllers ever. Hmm, maybe that's Possibly what worse. they'll try doing with Google. Possibly worse than. The Google mock-up. Can we just call it the Googler? The, the Gooba. <laughs> the, the Google. <laughs> I 
I'm just like imagining the GDC press announcement and Steve Google gets on the stage and is saying, Here at Google, we're proud to announce our latest initiative in bringing our brand into innovative new technology strategies with the Google Goober. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, well, the Google Goober, I guess that's gonna be the name of this podcast. Next news story is about, you know, yeah, it's about the transformative nature of, of, of loss and how new things are born from destruction. It's about electronic arts. Mm. EA did something that you actually are in favor of. Uh, EA is skipping their E3 press conference this year. I, I don't know if I'm straight in favor so much as... Nobody wants I'm to just, hear about sports for an hour. I've seen E3 press conferences by Electronic Arts, and there will be 10 to 12 minutes of, of announcements and montage of games that aren't sports, and then there will be 30 to 40 minutes of sports. Sports and, and the games that are, are talked about are just like boring. Yeah, Sport like, and Steve, Sports Two K Nineteen, coming to oh, a sports station near you. It's, it's As Assassin's Creed uh, 2016, 2017, 2018, twenty nineteen. It's the same shit. They're they're almost a sports franchise. A few years ago. Um, EA Play is going to be their their video and demo series running from June 7th to June 9th where where E3 itself will be a few blocks down the street as usual and mm. they also just are flat out not doing a press conference. Um similar to Sony who announced back in November that they were not doing a press conference presumably because the big games they have to highlight this year are stuff that was still announced last year. Um, but this also does follow up Nintendo not doing press conferences anymore for a few years now since they started the Direct series. I think that there is more to do with the generalized trend of E3 press conferences going away as E3 becomes more of a public show rather than a insider industry event for... Uh, for, for journalists covering the industry who now do that on the internet at home instead of in trade shows out in the world. Well, E3 is becoming more public. You don't have to have giant conferences when you can pretty much just do what you want, like Nintendo do now, and everybody can just tune in on Twitch. I can't wait and, for uh, a virtual E3. Yeah. I mean that's where on, it's going. You could put on your little your PSVR and be there <laughs> in a 3D rendered E3 room with a whole bunch of avatars sitting there looking at some guy on stage with with fully immersive smell tubes bringing you, you the odors. You could pay for the seat as well. Like for front seats, you have to pay for a bigger dollar. <laughs> Uh, uh, water bladders in your chair emulate the feeling of the room's humidity and how sticky your clothes get. Ugh. Okay, so yeah, um, <laughs> humidity and smell is 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 something about E3 that I, I believe has, has sort of turned me off in recent years. Thing is, I think this is gonna mean that if I don't if I don't go next year, I it, the dream might be kind of done. E3 is gonna stay, but. The romanticism of E3, the hyping of E3, 
the press conferences and, and the big announcements centered around E3 seem like they are steadily running away to distribute themselves more evenly throughout the year. And when I was growing up, E3 was like game journalism rite of passage. And now when I was when I was getting into game journalism, E3 was an annoyance that people complained about regarding its long waiting times, how expensive travel and lodging gets around that area around that time of year, how um you can wait in line for for a 10-minute demo that you might not even get to play throughout that entire day, how patronizing and overproduced and just plain dumb so many of these press conference shows are. And now I just, I feel like a part of my soul is going to be lost if I don't do it eventually. Because when I was a kid, it was such, such an important part of growing up, was going to your first E3. You don't even like E3, though. I know, because I would probably hate waiting in line all day. Yeah, that... Yeah, Gamescom was was a lot of waiting in line. Yeah, Gamescom. Yeah, yeah, game, game, yeah. Unless you have a media pass, Gamescom is literally hell on earth. Gamescom <laughs> was full of people that I could not walk around that were in the way of stuff I wanted to do, and I got some good interviews done. But I didn't play the the big like the one demo I waited in line for at Gamescom was Star Wars Battlefront Two, and oh. yeah, I had. Nothing to say oh. that I wanted to say at the end of that. I I, I was able to secure a, a demo session of, of Skyrim VR, which didn't. This has been a depressing episode for George. Yeah. Oh my god. How is not like that depressing? Grinding Pokemon. What? I like Spy. Ah. Mhm. I say good riddance. I don't need to hear EA E3. I I don't need to see uh. Yeah, I mean, at this another point, it's anthem so that, of them killing another. That, <laughs> they've always been like pretty rough. I mean, it is mostly sports, but man, last year's like the whole uh, what was it like the the sit down? Like they would literally just like sit down on chairs and have developers talk on end about shit. Really? And it was oh. so boring. Mm, Sony had the uh, church fiasco as well, where they couldn't get people out of the the tent for one trailer. Fast enough to get in the tent for the next trailer. (laughs) We had to wait on stream because real life people couldn't shuffle fast enough. E3 is getting too big and cumbersome to be sustainable for this shit. And I I feel like like I I lost it. I missed it. I missed my opportunity to enjoy A, E3 during the golden years and B, E3 at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never yeah. went. And I'm, that's gone. That's definitely gone. Well, it's not going to be the same. If only we were born five years earlier. Yeah. Bit mm. <laughs> Summit. That's where you need to come. It, it, it's, most people want to see trailers anyway, so what's the point of have renting out like a whole place and just to show trailers? Right. Like, In fact, that's one point. thing that always struck me as like so wasteful about the event in general was the whole point of it is to get commercials out in the world and you don't got to go to L.A. for that. And people are like, oh, Sony won because they showed the most game trailers. Like, I, 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 what's the point of E3 then? I guess it's cool having a a uh, 6% chance of being able to take a picture with your shoulder over Miyamoto or Kojima or someone. But I don't know if that 6% chance is worth worth the cost. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of a lot of what you got to put up with is worth the cost. Yeah. 
and and alas, the the opportunity to either reap those benefits or put up with that bullshit has flown us by. So um, I guess we'll never have the good nor the bad. Uh, to further depress us, uh, I want to say um, um, my heart goes out to all the ArenaNet people who lost their jobs at ArenaNet. Yeah, true and, that. Because uh, yeah. we had Josh Foreman. Um, was it this podcast or TOVG? No, Josh is great. Yeah, Josh is great. Just, you know, heart goes out to everyone there, including Josh. Just He listens to the podcast, so... Hope he uh, gets himself a, a nice little tasty job because he's a talented guy. Pour, yeah. Pour one out for I think the layoffs. He, I think he's like doing his own. Pra- he like he's working on his own like uh, interactive story or something. Yeah, uh, yeah looks really does, cool. He does models. a lot. He posts on Twitter. He did a Shadow Colossus, man. <laughs> Top yeah, of man. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But yeah, talented. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure those those guys will land on their feet somewhere. So let's uh, let's let's pour one out for the layoffs. And uh, and give them good ideas to steal. Right, right. I got Here. water. So <laughs> let's pour out water onto the sidewalk. That seems even worse than malt liquor somehow. Malt like like water liquor. is a precious resource that that everything it, needs it means to live. More. No it one. Means more. <laughs> well, I guess a, a handful of of people out Do there. Do the differences probably. between my life and your lives? <laughs> I, I can think of is a that few, but. Is that if I was outside pouring a beer on the pavement, I wouldn't be arrested. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I can pull one out for all the arena net homies. You, you got space in your apartment for, like, somebody, right? So I'm just going to fly over there. Gonna... Hey, Matt, you're welcome anytime, baby. Yeah, ooh, ooh, you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> you... Shit, it's not like a, like a voice degree. You heard it here first. <laughs> A selection of game ideas that laid off Matt's, game developers shows up. can use to... What the fuck to, are you uh, doing here, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> you told me on the podcast. Holy dude, shit, that Matt, was, that was the podcast. I don't love you in real life. <laughs> taking invitations way too damn seriously. Let's talk about not taking these serious. game submissions too seriously. The game submissions... That then is serious business. From, from Dad Den. It's the GDC. It's the GDNSC. The Game Dad and Sons Conference. The GGDSC. No, the GDDSC. Game Developers Dad and Sons Conference. Yeah, featuring the Google Google. <laughs> <laughs> I like typing it out. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm getting myself organized on here so I can go through Justin F. New submission. Oh my god, this, this this submission here. What is this? I, I, I didn't have a lot of time to organize it because I'm a lot busier than you guys think I am. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Matt, I thought the same, but it is worth it is worth. Yeah, I saw one. the name, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe George, maybe maybe <clears throat> just yes. <this> <laughs> okay, yeah. let me let me let me get in character of of Justin F here. This is when I read through this dad in submission. This is what I imagined Justin F looking and talking like 
Oh god, we're gonna get sued. <laughs> Are your game nights filled with sweaty tryhards that don't shower? We'd that new demo that you wanted to sued. try, does it have a stupid fixed limitation to get massive attention? Don't have the space in your living space for another gaming platform? <laughs> well, do we have the product for you? Dad and Sons, the board game. <laughs> <laughs> dad and sons the board game i like how they put a little trademark symbol right after dad and son dad and sons like trademark own it dad and sons trademark the board game is a rich mystifying experience in which three players go on an epic quest of self-discovery and routine insanity <laughs> okay i gotta i gotta catch my breath and switch back to normal embody mode. the avatars oh, of never george mind. matt and liam We're passing it off as you traverse an rpg session's length of dangers across 20 distinct levels each level involves the dad triumphant <laughs> having to accomplish a specific goal. Bracket, find an item on the map, bring it back to the base in time for the <laughs> podcast this, this week's week. level. Close bracket. <laughs> While utilizing their superpowers and avoiding the hazards that attack each dad's unique weaknesses. Uh, clarification, we have no weaknesses. <laughs> well, for, for the sake of the game pretending that we do, um, George Dad uh, some, uh, yeah. has abilities in which I consume garbage that would otherwise bury <laughs> Liam and Matt under its weight. <laughs> While at the same time, George Dad is weak to the over-commodification of valuable human experiences in art, but only within a range of five <laughs> meters. These traits make George Dad a well-balanced dad package that can sniff out valuable information otherwise overlooked by most. <laughs> oh, Matt, do you want to read yours? Oh, God. Matt, read yours. <laughs> Matt Dad has micro-abilities that make him a multifunctional character to play as. <laughs> <laughs> he has guaranteed passive sound qualities in rooms <laughs> and internet latency <laughs> problems that would otherwise destroy the voice quality of other dads. <laughs> and, and Matt Dad's extraordinary knack for humor allows the for creative solutions others would not often consider pee-me? Pony? Pony. Pony. Oh, pony. Oh, that's how it's spelled. Remember that garb age? It's your fucking joke. That's not how I spelled it. It was P-O and then N-E, sorry, K-N-E-E. Pony. It's Oh, and he, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But Matt Dad uh, suffers a strong sense of long gone cynicism, <laughs> leaving him weak to modernized game design <laughs> techniques that make game qualities average for everyone instead of for, of good for some. If Matt Dad is exposed to a pickup of his type, uh, he will almost. <laughs> Undoubtedly, he filled with disappointment and frustration, slowly slowing his movement. There's there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, that wow. is that is that's a mouthful. Wow. You you have wow. You, you're a versatile character class, Matt. <laughs> no, that's you. Apparently, <laughs> my, oh my god. George, you, you're the round, you're the round type, you're the you're the all rounder. Yeah. Matt, Matt is like the 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 technician. Hmm. Hmm. Liam Dad is a unique specialization class. We'll just call it the Weeb class. Don't try to <laughs> deny all, it. 
Fuck, you are more weeb than me, weebman. You live in Japan and play a game called Bang Girls. I'm also playing Devil May Cry 5, mister. I'll play historical accuracies. <laughs> Creed. Anyway, in which all things Japanese or Nintendo-based become easier or more efficient <laughs> in the hands of Liam Dead instead of his other compatriots. This does leave Liam Dead open to a well-known setback, though. He cannot enter the VR zone. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot have a larger inventory of gaming entertainment systems, leaving him to be a seemingly underutilized dad class. <laughs> However, most neglect to unleash his ultimate power, bracket, no, not being a weeb, close bracket, Industry wisdom. Oh. Liam Dad's extensive history working in games allows him to have the precognition perspective <laughs> George Dad and Matt Dad do not have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. I like how my special ability is eating garbage. It's yeah. And and everyone else's it's actually beautiful. has like skills. And your 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 over commodification of valuable human experiences in art is so it's so funny. <laughs> Funding for Dad and Son's trademark, the board game, would require a measly $50,000 to create the units that would sell at $50 a box. Expansion packs are in the plans with the hopes that this could turn into a video game at some point with procedurally generated levels just for Liam Dad because he loves them so much. And early access buyers at $10 extra would be guaranteed a limited edition shipment of Dad Socks. <gasps> he put the trademarks on them. I can't sell Dad Socks now. I think he did it for That's, us. That oh, ours. yeah. Okay, that that'll be our defense in case something happens. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but he can have like five hundred thousand dollars for this. Oh yeah, I want to see this. Yeah, yeah. I see this come to light. In fact, I'm just gonna give can him get, all my money. Can we? Can we get? Can we? Can we give him George's Patreon money to prototype a box? Yeah, my my so. savings, my mortgage, my four hundred one. Yeah. Nice. And my I'm Obamacare. <laughs> well, that's pretty much useless now, anyway. <laughs> Stop, George! Don't say anything. How 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 did you know that? Anyways, thank you, thank you very very much for that, uh, Justin F. AKA incredible typer. submission. Was this the first board game we've had as a submission as yeah. well? I think so. It's uh, it's, are you guys happy with your the embodied avatars? Yes. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm a weeb. Matt cannot stand modernized game design, and George, you eat garbage. Right, I right, mean, and dude, now it's, cool. it's, pre- it's, pre- it's pretty, it's pretty correct. <laughs> what does that mean for Devil May Cry? Because Devil May Cry is technically old, right? We just literally talked about the fact that it's a gamey game and it takes tropes from old PS2 games. It's definitely not like a modernized game design. Right. Tim Rogers got in a lot of trouble for naming his video about it, Devil May Cry is the king of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that, like, the the review bombing that these fans do if, if if something about Devil May Cry is something they think is wrong is insane. The internet is a powerful tool out of control. I, I don't <laughs> know how you can blindly blindly just love something regardless if it's like something yeah. you grew up with. Like I can't yeah, just, I don't think I don't blindly love yeah. Pokemon. 
Like, I grew up with it. Like, I bought the cards. I love pizza, but <laughs> pizza sometimes makes me sick. Like, everything's up for criticism. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter if Liam doesn't like Odyssey. If you enjoyed Odyssey, <laughs> then that's fine. Like, I don't understand. Even yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter that George eats garbage. Yeah. We love him. The real garbage... Are the friends we made along the way? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We can set them aside next to your Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs>